you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So uh, this week on the podcast, we're going to do kind of what we did with the book of Acts. We're going to kind of move our way through uh, the book of Genesis in a way that we, we can highlight some stories and kind of talk about some things that we, um, as we were moving through what we discovered. And, and so today we're going to start with Genesis, uh, the creation story. And so Zach, I'll let you lead us off with that and uh, see where you take us from there. Yeah, certainly. Um, one of my favorite things about the beginning of Genesis is just taking that understanding of the, these are, these are the stories that, that we tell to, to know where we came from. Um, and one of my favorite things about it is we have two of those stories. Uh, Genesis one and two make up our creation story. And um, they're two, they're two different accounts of how we got here. Right. And it's, for me, I always think of, of in movies when you know the young bear cub asked uh you know the dad bear where how did we get here and you know it goes into this uh very um beautiful story of how the stars aligned and you know the winds blew and and we got here uh and that's for me that's what creation always drums up in me is that that storytelling of answering that question how did we get here and why are we here and the beautiful thing about uh, but what we find in scripture, there are two, two such stories. Um, one that is uh, very linear in, in time and the other just as beautiful, um, here's, here's creation uh, and here's how it ebbs and flows and, and works together. And so I really, I, I guess I'm going to read two things. Um, I want to read the beginning of, of Genesis 1. Uh, chapter one, and and then I'm going to read um, the beginning of of chapter two, just so we kind of get a, a flavor for each each of these stories. Let me find the right Bible here. Right. So here, read with me on Genesis chapter one. When God began to create the heavens and earth, the earth was without shape or form; it was dark over the deep sea, and God's wind swept over the waters. God said, let there be light, and so light appeared, and God saw, God saw how good the light was. God separated the light from the darkness. God named the light day and the darkness night. There was evening, and there was morning the first day. God said, let there be a dome in the middle of the waters and separate, uh, separate the waters from each other. God made the dome and separated the waters under the dome from the waters above the dome, and it happened in, the, in that way. God named the dome sky. There was evening and there was morning the second day. And, and it goes on to con continue in that way. But I want to read now from, from chapter two. And we start in, where do we start? We start in, I don't know, verse four or so. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created. On the day the Lord God made earth and sky, before any wild plants appeared on the earth and before the field crops grew, because the Lord hadn't yet set rain on the earth 
and there was still no human being the farm to farm the fertile land though a steam rose stream rose from the earth and watered all the fertile land the lord god formed the human from the top soil of the fertile land and blew life's breath into its nostrils the human came to life the lord god planted a garden in even eden in the east and put the human he had formed and put the human uniform in the fertile land the lord god grew every beautiful tree with edible fruit and also he grew the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil and so matt when you hear at least the beginning of those two accounts of creation and i know there's a lot more i mean we could have read some 60 verses and get the full picture right um but as you hear kind of the two different accounts and order in which God uh, creates in these stories, what does it, what does it drum up in, in you? I always, I always think of um, creation and, and you look at other um, cultures and, and how they, um, you know, how they imagined creation. And I think for like, when I hear the Genesis account, uh, for creation, um, I always, I always like to hear it when it says, and God said, and it was created, and and the act of speaking of God has this ultimate power of creation, um, and the power in that is that that still happens today, that God still speaks today, and, and still creating today, and that that creation didn't just stop with Genesis, and and I think that that sometimes that gets viewed that way, is it? Um, you know, that when God was done at six days, he was it. And then it was left up to man. And I don't think that mantle was passed. I think what was handled, and, and you see this more in Genesis, like later on in Genesis, when we, is, is that we were given the power of stewardship and that's called um, to be a good steward of the land. And, and Wesley spends a lot of time focusing on that is that we are called to be stewards of this land and, and versus users and abusers and i mean obviously with climate change and, and some of the things going on with the pandemic the idea of us being stewards of this time and space that we occupy you know one could ask are we really being good stewards of the this creation that god created that called it good and had intentions of it being an amazing thing and yet how are we being stewards of the creation that God has blessed us with? Yeah, that, that, that's something I lean heavily onto is the stewardship. And, and it comes from, for me, it, it's that same thing. One of, my, one of my favorite things out of all of scripture is as God is creating, it is good. God looks out upon the creation and says it is good. Um, and, and we find that in chapter one and, and, and where I read in chapter two, it, I don't know, the older I get, the more I begin to understand how, um, how creation is. I, I think you're absolutely right. God's not done creating. Um, and, and we were created in, um, in relationship with the fullness of creation, right? And I think often we, for, I think we forget that, that, that we, I think as people, we, we become arrogant at times and we're like, oh, we're it. Like we're the creation. Um, and then all of this around us was created for us, wherein we were created in partnership and relationship with the rest of it, right? Um, and we see that unfold in these two stories, whether you take the order of creation, right? Or you, you take kind of in chapter two that 
God creates and drums up this, the stream to feed the soil and then makes man from, or people from the soil, right? That we come from creation also, and that we're connected in, in those ways. And that connectedness is really, really embedded in me when I spend time outdoors and in nature but when I come home and I see my neighborhood and I see, you know, the things around that and how we treat um, good and bad, the land around us, the people around us, the animals around us, you know, this fullness of, of creation. And you, you touch on, on climate change a little bit and, you know, are we using and abusing the resources in which we've been created to be stewards of and, and are part of? Uh, which I would include people in the use and abuse of, of creation, but how do we, how do we get back more in tune to that, that to remember we're connected with this, not only to be stewards, but that we are a part of it. Right. And that's, that's so much of what creation, uh, these creation stories drum up in me. And then can I look out upon it and go, ah, oh, it's good. Right. I see the good in this too. I see the beauty. Well, and I think that that's where, like, the reality, I mean, I guess not really reality, but the thing that we have to face is how do we, how do we view ourselves as God, God's creation? And are mm -hmm. we taking that seriously enough to where um, we're going to respect that and we're going to do the best that we can for it to make it a better place? Mm -hmm. Or are we just going to say, well, I'm just going to consume, 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 and consume, and then just let the chips fall where they may fall, right. um, which, which has happened. I'm not saying, I mean... You know, I, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we, we can, there are a lot of things we can point at um, and, 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 and reflect on that. But I, I really do believe that like, when we go back to this idea of creation, is it like, it's, it's an ongoing thing. It's not something that stopped, you know, God, God didn't get to the sixth day and say, you know, you know, I'm done. Uh, mm -hmm. I've done all I can. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask these things that I've created. I'm going to let them do all the creating. Um, I, I really do believe that we, in some ways, there are some circles that have forgotten that. And so then what can we do as people who are created by God, you know, people that, that, you know, live into that a little bit more, how can we be, you know, the idea of being a good steward? What does that look like for us today? I mean, I think that's, I think that's something, especially now with the way things are going in our world, I think that's something we need to take a little bit, a little bit deeper look at. Um, and then how can we make this place a better place? Right. Well, and, and, you know, it goes right into that. I love, I love the, you, you mentioned it a couple of times, six day, seven day creation. And then we turn around and have a completely nonlinear, uh, you know, time tangible, account of creation, right? And I think we get stuck in that sometimes that that it's it's this, this, and this, and it was very linear and, and God did the thing in six days. And well, we turn around and read a completely different story, right? And and that's where it goes back to answering the question. This is who we are, where we came from, how we got here, trying to understand not only our relationship with God, but our relationship with the world around us and how we're a part of that. Um and I and I think you're right. I mean, even the sixth day teaches us, you know, here's here's a time to do these things and then rest and and you know chapter two teaches us oh we're a part of this we're in this together we're we're from uh this creation together and and i agree i, I think we 
I think we lose sight of, of that creation. And then that, I mean, I fully believe there's continual creation, right? That there's always something new, that God's always, that God's still active, right? That it wasn't just, well, here is God did the things and, and now God's just over here in a tower watching. Um, no, I, I, I get from these stories, these scriptures, that God's still fully moving and active and vibrant in the act of creation in a multitude of ways, whether we, whether we see it or not. And uh, I don't know, for, for a lot of reasons, that brings me hope in, in how we move forward in this, this life and where we're called to be, be good stewards of the world, um, even the universe around us, right? Because we're expanding. Yeah, we're further. expanding, yeah. Like, and I think that would be really fun to hear from someone that's a little bit more advanced than we are on this stuff. Like, so what does that mean to be uh, good stewards of space? Yeah. And then as we slowly move into new planets, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, we're, you know, I was reading a thing about um, our deal about going back to the moon. And, and you know, for me, that's some excitement because just kind of grew up uh, around the space industry in a lot of different ways. And, and thinking about what that meant then and thinking about what it could mean now, you know, I'm kind of, it's kind of exciting, but it's also like now as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus um, and someone who values stewardship of, you know, earth, what does that mean for us to have stewardship of the moon, stewardship of Mars or wherever else we may go? And, you know, that, that would be fun to, it, maybe we can find someone that, that is definitely, that's their, that's their wheelhouse. Uh, well, it it leads into the interesting conversation of of (laughs) you know a whole lot of other things but just yeah this is this is now ours right yeah right and and what is that what is claiming that look like is it is it a claiming it because we're going to use it and use its resources up and then move on to the next place are we actually going to take care of it Right. And, and that lends into the nature of how, you know, here now today, how do we treat people? How do we treat, the, you know, physical land? How do we treat resources? You know, are we being good stewards of them or are we viewing it? Well, this is ours, whatever this is, and we're going to use it until it's used up and then move on to the next thing. And I think there's a real, for me, I, I have a real concern about as we branch out into the rest of the universe, the mindset often isn't, oh, let's go to this place because it's pretty and we want to, um, we want to, we want to enjoy it and be good stewards of it. It typically is the answer to the question. Well, we used Earth up. Now what? Do, now what yeah. do we do? Or we're gonna leave our, you know, we're gonna we're gonna trash it up. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's one of the things. That's one of the things that kind of frustrates me about living here in Tahlequah, is that people will come from all over to mm-hmm. to float the river, and that's great. Uh, we appreciate that, but like clean clean up. Like, please clean up after yourself. Like, you know, if you drive down the river on Sunday afternoon, you know, drive on the river drive, I mean, the amount of trash that's on the river drive is, and on the river is appalling. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that's not being a good steward. So like, how can you, how can you like, how can you say you're following Jesus, but yet like do that stuff like that? And, and I mean, I know I got I got a lot of, I got a lot of uh, things in my eye that I got to take care of before I start calling out others but i think it's something that we, we've got to you know strongly consider how are we, how are we caring for you know our, our our space yeah 
we gotta we gotta work on that right and and we're not as as americans i'm certainly that's all we can speak for uh, uh or speak to we're not good at packing it in and packing it out right and we've seen that all across national parks and state parks and just places where people congregate especially in the last 18 months and how detrimental that extra traffic extra trash just not being conscious and good stewards of of where we are really exacerbates things right you see yeah. the extra trash you see pathways that were once you know nice intended open up and and start to deteriorate and it's at a, at a rate that's not healthy yeah i think that you know like i guess the question we could land on today is you know how are you tending to how are you being a good steward of creation mm-hmm. and, and and you know what are some ways that you're doing that or you know what are some things that maybe even your church community you know like you know one of the things that this church and this is one of the things i love about this church is that they're really big on recycling and not you you know really trying to um you know but not recycling as they're going to keep um ranch dressing for eight years and just pour water in it like i've been in some churches but like you know like the plates that we use that sort of stuff like ooh, this church really takes that in consideration and that's something i definitely appreciate about being here is it's like something that's very important to them um and, and you know i think that that's those things that we can consider too and so like if you've got those ideas you know lift them up on our on our uh, through our social medias we'd be glad to share those or um and 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 encourage you to look at that story of creation and, and ask yourself like how are you being a part of the creation that god created you to be but yet recognizing where god is still continually creating in your life um you know and and that plays into being a good steward of, of this earth um and so zach do you have anything else to share before we close that's it go take care of it pack it in pack it out remember you're part of it um so for the bearded theologians i'm matt franks i'm zach bechtel thanks for checking us out first guys i want you to subscribe and like this video and put that thumbs push that thumbs up Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.